¿Cómo estás? Welcome back to another episode of True Crime with Love Love. <laughs> I am Unique Love, and I'm here with my best friend, uh, Simone Loud. For a second, I thought I was on Dora the Explorer. <laughs> Hasta luego. Yeah. <laughs> the swiper, no swiping. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in with us, y'all. How are you doing today, Lone? I am great, you know. I am officially 32. Yeah. Last episode was before my birthday. Now we're officially after my birthday. And, you know, I'm here. I'm great. Another year. Stronger, wiser, more beautiful. Okay. 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 <laughs> but I feel good. Okay. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, how are you? I'm doing good, doing great, or whatever. You look good, don't yes. hey. Yes, remember last time I was stuffy? Yes. I was congested? Yes. But I've been tested. Oh! <laughs> so, um, no, no COVID. Uh, and I took medication and took some time off of work to just rest y'all first of all this picture that she took me of the medication that she got Bruh. was bottles on top of bottles on top of bottles and like is there something that you want to tell me i know right it looks like <laughs> i was trying to sell it to you right. <laughs> so I this is what i got on deck for today for real. <laughs> let me know what you want i got but i think they gave me that much because i only finished one bottle so i still have the other four left that's crazy to say. <laughs> and i have you know the allergy pills left and they gave me an asthma pump y'all because i told them that i was like waking up causing my sleep because i couldn't breathe so but i think they gave me that because of the amount of time i keep coming mm-hmm. like i'm like bro i take this medication while i'm taking it i'm fine and then two days later i'm sick again so they like and we sick of you so <laughs> here you go why won't you come up in here no more with enough medication to last you which is great you know i don't have to pay you know to keep going to the doctor over and over again if i get the symptoms again boom it's right there Done. But they got you stocked up. <laughs> right. That's been great. Um, and I've also feel good about myself. Just overall learning to speak up for myself, mm. whether that's at work, in my personal life, especially with these gas prices going up. Like, Would you I, better speak up to that gas pump? No. <laughs> I would not be paying this fee. Into that light. No, you are not stopping <laughs> at this gas tank, this gas shop right now. We are going so wait till tomorrow morning and see if we can push it to the limit. Push it. Right. Uh, push it to the limit. So many songs. <laughs> right. <laughs> but with that, it was just me thinking like for years, I've had my car for what, six years now? And then my other car too. So I've been driving for like maybe 12 years now. And I've never been the friend to say, oh, we're going somewhere. You got gas money or oh, like toll money, like nothing like that. I've never been that friend. But I felt good because I do have some outings playing with friends. I was like, hey, you know, moving forward, can we take turns? Like, because they got cars too. Yeah. So can we take turns? And they were like, oh, yeah, of course, especially with the gas being expensive. And then people like owing me stuff. I never speak up and say, oh, yeah, you owe me $50 or something like that. And, and my little pocket is little. It ain't big. So I, I get it. Sometimes so, I used to have people give me my money back. And then after a while, I, I never just be do. like, I don't ask no more. I'm like, you know that you owe me so the next time that you ask me i know to say no and to 
run that <laughs> run what you already owe me why would I give you money again that's how I used to move but it's also like I feel like I'm getting over on it that doesn't make sense like I feel like they're getting over on me like I know you know that you owe me money yeah and it's bothering me like well like what we talked about before yeah it's bothering you say something so I've been feeling good within the last week of speaking up at work speaking up in relationships speaking up to friends about what's really bothering me I even went on a date and in my head I had this burning question I was like it's not the it's not the time to ask him that question don't ask him it's too early and I just asked and I like we had a good conversation after that he didn't mind I was like no wait and I was like dang it's the end of the day dang but I still asked and it just felt so good to just like speak up for myself and just say what's in my head and what's on my mind at that time so I'm feeling good. You go, Goon Coco. <laughs> oh, speaking of feeling good, I'm very proud of myself. I must mention this. So once again, had a birthday. On my birthday, I reached a milestone of meditating yes, 50 days in a row. Like it wasn't something that I tried to do on purpose. Like I was like, by my birthday, I have to have meditated for X amount of days. It wasn't that. It's just that I happened to hit this 50-day milestone on my birthday. And I'm so proud of myself. I'm still going strong. Yes. I think today is day 59, 60, something like that. Add seven, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, 57. Um, so, yeah, I've, I'm very proud of myself. And I think me doing that every morning has helped me to just become more, what's the word that I want? I want a different word, but I'm just going to say more relaxed. And also I do think a lot more before I actually react to things. Because since I have been meditating more, I feel like there's been situations that have happened that want me to piss me off. Like it wants to piss me off. I'm like, I can't stress over things that I can't control. I'm not going to, I can't get mad about this. I'm not going to get mad about this. And then in the end, things just ended up working out in my favor. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I did not go off about that situation because it ended up working out in my favor. So I'm like, meditating has definitely become a part of my life. I'm okay, a, so, so we, hey, so and the crazy thing is I had a, my meditation this morning was basically about not feeling bad for missing a day. So if I was to miss a day, it's just a part of this process of like, becoming a part of my everyday life so if I miss a day I miss a day life yeah. gets busy I can't you know get hold myself <laughs> and get back up again I can't um you know make myself feel down because I'm like dang I missed the day because I thought I did miss a day once honestly after I hit my 50 days and it got to day 52 and I'm like oh my gosh I forgot to meditate I actually didn't I guess I just had so much fun on my birthday weekend I forgot that I actually did meditate <laughs> right mm. but yeah so say all that to say whatever it is that you have in your life that you are setting like you know a goal for you know it takes consistency and it takes time I've tried several times to meditate every morning and this just happens to be the first time without me thinking about hey I want to set this goal I just did it it, it did it by itself and <laughs> that is Sorry, so funny. I'm not that show alarm <laughs> get information and we're gonna get information into the rundown yeah all right y'all in today's episode what we have in store for you is going to be very very special so to speak I mean it's special with us so it might be special to you too so but first up in today's icebreaker we are going to be doing a what would you do question I don't know if I want to say the question in the <laughs> but we're gonna talk about what would we 
He's he's usually not supposed to be talking during the rundown. Shh. <laughs> what we're going to be discussing in the rundown is... Don't say the I'm, dang it, you messing me up now. I'm not supposed to be saying rundown. What we're going to be discussing in the icebreaker... <laughs> What would we do if we woke up as a man? <laughs> then up next in our Sweet 223 segment, we have a very special guest poet and alumni of Clark Atlanta University, a CAU yes. brother by the name of Ariel Boyd, a.k.a. Ayo. Can't wait for y'all to hear the piece that he has for us about love and war. Oh, then so cool. in our Hot Topic segment, we are going to be discussing dun, 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 the girls, the left and the right. <laughs> we are going to be discussing the trials and tribulations and the beauty of La Brest. Yes. Ladies, I know that y'all are going to be able to relate to this topic, but if you want to stay tuned in to listen to what we have to deal with in regards to left and right... <laughs> Go ahead and stay tuned in because you might find out some very informative information that you never knew about before. You might be able to help your girl out when she go bra shopping. You never know. Surprise if something looks a little nice. I see a lot of that's it. Secret. Right. Hopefully they buy buying the right size. Right. <laughs> no one was comfortable for their girl. Right. Then in our dorm story segment, we're going to be discussing a scenario from a woman telling her story in regards to a situation that she had with feeling uncomfortable with the girls then of course as y'all know we have our community news segment at the end of the show so there's going to be some information that you may need to know (laughs) so stay tuned in all the way to the end so you don't miss out on anything and with that being said we are going to head on over into the icebreaker you ready to break this ice let it let it She just said that she thought this was Dora. She just said, Uno. Yeah, I'm still over my, in my Dora. You're Diego, I'm Dora. Remember when we were hiking? <laughs> Continuing on. Welcome to the icebreaker. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to our icebreaker segment. We are doing a, it's, I always want to say we're doing a game of, but it's not always a game. So we're going to discuss what will we do if we were to wake up as men. So, Wow, I think all women have the, like it's a universal answer to this question. Is it? I feel like everybody's going to say the same. Well, we're about to find out. And if y'all have the same answers as us, you know what you go ahead and do. Go ahead and comment down below. Yes. Oh, and you can also answer on Spotify, y'all. If you listening or watching on Spotify, you can answer this question on our podcast. That's so dope that Spotify has that now. That is dope. Shout out to Spotify. And shout out to YouTube for, you know, letting us post on your platform. But anyway, Moni. Yes. What would you do? If, if I woke up as a man, man, play with my penis. See? <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably, you know, like. <laughs> she said, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, if I woke up, I mean, maybe I wake up with a little, you know, like. Yeah, I have to go to the bathroom. I got to take a shower, you know. I want to try to thing out. How that thing thinging. I would hope I'd probably measure it, you know, see if I'm really that thing, really thing. <laughs> Speaking of measurement, did you hear that 
um, people are saying that if you have COVID, the side effect is that it makes your, your thing a little shorter. I ain't heard of that. Did y'all hear that? Is that true? Is yeah. that real? That's like a made up fact. I heard my, well, I trusted my friend when she told me that it was true. And then a guy that she knew got COVID. He said his thing was a little bit smaller. And she noticed because she saw the before and after. And then she looked it up and it was, it said it like people like. Oh, signs, dang. Was it like a significant something. change or just like a little? I mean, it was noticeable. She noticed and it's not like <laughs> that. <laughs> But that's what I would do. I want to test it out. I want to, you know, the same thing. And then I, I probably want to test out my new look. Hopefully, I'm a good-looking man, yeah. you know? I want to go out into these streets and holler at these women. You know what I'm saying? Try my pickup line. What up, baby? How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. If I woke up as a man, I will freak up. Knowing me, I will freak up. Oh! Like, what is it? Mom. Like, oh, man. oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oh, my God. Who is that? Looking in the mirror, like, on Freaky Friday, just like that. Like, freaking out. But then, yes, the universal response is people check out their penis. And so, like, it was like this thing that you just, like, jump around. Like, <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, <it> <laughs> I bet you got up like that. That's how it is. Like the gym, like, oh my gosh. Can you look at the camera? We told y'all what the question was. You can only imagine what the answer would be. Whatever. Yes. You gotta watch it so you can see what I Oh my gosh. But, Yes, I would do that. I would let you know, see my balls, like see how they hang in, like, how they nice, you know. I would also look at my butt because men have nice butts. There are some men that do. Have oh my god, they be just so nice, little nice, little small, little tight butt. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be a man with my butt. <laughs> I mean, I have a nice little tag, but as a man, I wouldn't want these cheeks. I, I mean, I want some nice ones, but I don't want, I don't want them too jiggly. Yeah. And then the second thing too, I that was one of my first things. So I would want the how many women I could bag? Like how good I'm gonna look? Right. You know? <laughs> am I a good looking man? Do I got a beard? Am I mustache in it? Like, right. do I got a baby face? Like, what kind of man am I? <laughs> right. I think I would be. A, I'm also thinking about like the dating aspect too. I think I would be like a, a nice boyfriend because I'd be thinking of some nice gestures and everything. That I don't know. Be. I feel but like it's that expensive dating. Like, I would just want to skip to the part where I got the girlfriend already because like dating. <laughs> It is expensive. That's expensive, especially with these guys' gas prices. Oh, ooh, hopefully you ain't driving. Look, I ain't got no car anyway, so I'll be on the train. I'll meet you there, baby. What's up? Make sure you on time. Because if you late, it's the first impression. That's what we would do if we were men. Those are the things that Oh my god! Right, I want to answer this question with more. Well, maybe we do like a roundtable question of this one day, but <laughs> to have the discussion a little deeper with more women. But oh my gosh, yeah. y'all, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I said if if y'all not already watching the video version of this, you're gonna have to run this segment back, back to watch. Back. Don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got my house shoes on. <laughs> I got socks on. I don't want to show the socks. Who made my socks? Right, I was just about to say, don't show them socks. <laughs> right. 
but yeah, so thanks for watching our segment of Icebreaker. And now we're going to tune into our next segment. You want to you wanna let them know? Yes. Oh, my God. I have to close my freaking eyes, bro. We are oh, now man. headed into Sweet 223 with our very special guest, Poet. Ariel Boyd, a.k.a. Ayo. Ayo. And like I said before, fellow CAU alumni. I hope y'all enjoy this next segment. As much as we did. Oh, yes. Y'all gonna love it. Hey y'all, welcome back to Sweet 223. I am Unique Love and we're here with Simone, but we have a special guest in our poetry segment. We know him as Ayo, but you guys may know him as Ariel Boyd. He is a friend of ours from the illustrious Clark Atlanta University. When Simone and I were like gathering names of who can we have on our podcast, I just went back to the pageants and remember him reciting poetry and I was like, we got to get Ayo. <laughs> we got to get Ayo. I will never forget this poem that he shared. Um, it was just like something like just because it's Tuesday or something like that, like the poem that he shared. I was like, it's, after a decade, it's still in my mind. So we have to have him on this show. So welcome, Ayo. Welcome, Ariel, to our show. It's a pleasure to have you. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, thanks for all those nice words. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we haven't seen your face in in forever. So catch us up. What's going on with you? Who are you? Let the people know. Okay. Well, you know, I'm Ariel. Uh like like she said, uh, we met at Clark Atlanta and uh we was all like family, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody at Clark Atlanta was pretty much like family. Just kind of like the atmosphere, whatever the case may be. And uh yeah, man, poetry has been my thing since I was just a little little dude, you know what I'm saying? I want to say like five, six or seven. Um so you know, say just one of those things that you just can't let go, even if you wanted to. You know what I mean? So, uh, but more about me. Um, I'm a dad, a husband. I got two kids. It's like <laughs> 32 now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting older. Life. <laughs> life, life. Is, life is moving. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. So, um, it's pretty much me in a nutshell. I work in IT. Um, so I'm a network manager at my job. Um, so yeah, and it's it's good. I love the industry, whatever the case may be. And uh, man, anytime that I could bring the arts back. Especially with the homies, I'm down. Yeah. You know what I'm yes. saying? So. <laughs> always having that creative outlet, no matter no matter what we're doing, it's always a way to just keep that passion within us. I like that. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. So it's a natural thing for you, poetry and writing and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me ask you a question before um, you jump into your piece. How do you feel when you're presenting on stage? Um, I think most people um, will will just be honest and say. You can be uh, as well seasoned as you want to be. You're going to be nervous, man. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel a little bit of those butterflies, but it's something about the start. And when you really have something that you're passionate about, as soon as you start doing something, that nervousness kind of leaves. And then once you're done, it kind of comes back when the lights get low. Again. It's kind of <laughs> weird like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, at least for me, at least for me. But uh, I just remember uh, coming up when I first started doing spoken word. You know, at first I was just writing in a book. And then uh, when I got the opportunity, um, to speak in front of people um, I just remember like man am I going to forget what I'm going to say like you know is it going to be good is it going to be bad and then once it starts it's like you forget about all of that you know what yeah. I'm saying yeah and then you just you just releasing whatever whatever um, you know you had inside you and that's what it was for me um, 
So yeah, you know, it's it's just kind of one of those things to where if it's in you, it's gonna come out. You know, don't even worry about being nervous. You're gonna be nervous anyway. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Man. Definitely relate to that. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So the floor is yours. Take okay. the mic and share what poem or spoken word piece you have for us today. All right. Cool. So the piece I'm gonna do is called um, "All's Fair in Love and War." And um, it's kind of fresh, it's kind of, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to uh, do something that, you know, people hadn't heard before. So um, they want to recycle anything old, but at the same time, um, it's kind of, it's about war. And I know we're in a time right now to where, you know, people are going to war, you know what I'm saying? I mean, of course we're black people. So uh, I don't know how we really mix, uh, you know, in that Russian Ukraine thing, but I see the, war, the, the world going through it. Um, it's not specifically about that, though. It's really about love, you know. So I just wanted to um, share my piece or whatever the case may be. So goes like this. See how it's fair in love and war until one day you got to choose. And the fact remains you won't understand the stain of pain until you see the stain of a bruise. See, in your dreams, it was all pieces and cream until we ran out of Quakers and oats. But instead of struggling through time, struggling through time to save up and get more, you rather jump shit when the waves get rocky and abandon this boat. See, when those submarines came from down under, you got scared and started looking for the shore. See, I was strapped up when that lightning, when that thunder came. So obviously, you wasn't ready for war. And I should have seen that missile coming from a mile away. And after the taste of gunpowder on your lips every day, when you kissed me, it should have been a warning, but you let it blow up in my face. Thank God it wasn't a casualty and I'm alive and well, but whoever told you to get to heaven, you wouldn't have to go through hell. See, paradise ain't all that beautiful when the sun goes down. And how beautiful is that beat on your eardrum when all you ever heard was how sweet was the sound? Cause it's saying you lost tune when that bomb went boom and my heart hit the floor and all I was looking for was the sound of your gun barrel to roar. But obviously you wasn't ready for war. Click, click, boom, mayday, mayday, Houston, we have a problem. So you ain't never experienced an attack on the home front so it's hard for you to solve them. And all that boot camp and drills was fun for the thrill but this time it's for real. Cold red, see this ain't time for play play. Cause when we seen the machine gun, tech knives and AKs, you went MIA, you was missing in action while the mission is active. See, trust my soul, you played that role, you should have majored in action. See, the military ain't for everybody. And before you signed that contract, you should have came to your senses. And when I told you you was the only female cadet I was looking for, you should have listened, but you missed it. But instead of focusing on me, you was focusing on them other misses. See, I was ready to lay my life on the line, even when there was no more ammo to store. And even though you had a full clip, I guess, you wasn't ready for war. And when I started shooting blanks, hollow tips pierced my soul. My knees hit the ground and my body felt froze, but that feeling wasn't much different from your cold shoulder and your absence. Unable to control my emotions that rocking my throat felt like a boulder, not able to scream, but wanted to yell, Lord, save us. I mean, me, but it was over. And no matter how bad I wanted that purple heart, we was defeated from jump because you wasn't ready for war and I wasn't ready to lose. But a wise man once told me when it rains, it pours and all's fair in love and war. But one day you got to choose, choose wisely. But that's what it is. God. Yo, first of all. <laughs> oh, oh my God. You know where to start. I'm just like, oh, wait a minute. The play on words, the analogies, the, the passion the behind on the lips from the. Yeah, yeah. I like I, all yeah, of that. I the that references, like... just everything. You just, you just laid it all out like that. Shoot. You hey. set the bomb off up in here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Y'all crazy, man. Wow. Crazy. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I like I'm blown one, away from right. the bomb. Yeah, I like that one because everybody, you know, like love poems and it's always, 
a good thing, but it ain't the truth. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it ain't good. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we go through things that, you know what I'm saying, that ain't real good and love ain't always pretty. You know what I'm saying? So that I was feeling it. that news articles was coming in my way and I was like, damn, I want to do something that's, you know what I'm saying, that feel good that's not very like cookie cutter. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So love and war. Oh my god. I don't know where to start, Moni. It's just like so many play on words, everything. I like when you said um basically like she she wasn't focused on you, so she missed the opportunity because she was focused on the other girls. Yeah. Like, dang, yeah. that's so true. Like Yeah, yeah. I know, like it. Can... I like that. That's real because you know, insecurities is a motherfucker, man. I'm sorry, I mean curse, but no, you, know, you good. <laughs> we grow. <laughs> yeah, we grow. But you know, insecurities are uh uh man, boot you out the game real quick and you know, it ain't, it ain't got to be like that. You know what I'm saying? If you stay level-headed and, you know what I'm saying, got a strong mind and you with somebody who got you, you know. Um, well, first of all, I'll say, like, if you with somebody, right, and they got you, you supposed to know. You know what I'm saying? You're going to know right. right off the jump. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really, you ain't going to have to guess. But if you got that, don't let insecurities get the best of you. You know what I'm saying? That's the quickest way to, like, read something good. So, you know, um, that's actually from a, a time in my past. Actually, I was kind of writing from a time in my past with that. But um, yeah, you know, it's going to be a struggle, man. You know, nothing great comes, nothing is going to be good all the time, you know. Right. And if you're down to go through the hard, hard stuff, you'll get it in the end, you know what I'm saying? Especially like, look at what y'all doing, you know what I'm saying? You're getting out the mud, you know what I'm saying? This is a beautiful thing right here. Thank every you. time, Every time you do something or everything that you do, might not be, you know what I'm saying, the glory road. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, when you stay at something and you keep going, you know what I'm saying, it's going to turn out well. It has to, you know, so. Right. Like the piece had me really thinking about like really going through the trenches with somebody. Like, are you ready for what yeah. what we are going to go through? Are you ready to hold sure. me down? I'm going to have your back, you have mine. Like we're going through yeah. this together. Whatever comes our way, we're going to make sure that, you know, we're going we gonna to get through this. And if for we- sure. Like we gonna we gonna make it out together, you know what I'm saying? Like just yeah. being able to to know that you got somebody like that, you know, yeah. that's that's down to down to ride with you, you know, through through whatever it is. And that's honestly what it is about like when you find that person that you that's you that's really that's really rocking with you, you know. And sometimes yeah. everybody can't find that. And sometimes you feel like you might have it and then you know what kind of fades off into the distance after a while, but you know, because mm-hmm. something just uh, something just aren't meant to last forever. But just knowing, like, at whatever certain point in time that was, like, you know, that they were truly there for you. You know, it's yeah, just, that's what it means. Love made. is an action word, man. Love is an action word. Yeah. You know what I'm we tend to forget that. Like, you know, we want to say we in love, and we only uh, glorify love when it's pretty. But at the end of the day, man, love don't you don't you don't know you're in love until you actually go through something and prove that you're in love. You know what right. I'm saying? You don't let nobody walk all over you. You don't let things happen to you and get beat up by it. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? How do you gauge for real, for real, who down for you? You know what I'm saying? Until you go through something, you know what I'm saying? If you can't tread the water in that, then you probably never was in love. You know what I'm saying? As much as you thought you was. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we in lust all the time. You know what, mm. what I'm saying? We, we like people all the time. And we confuse that. And we infatuated people all the time. But, yes. you know, when things get tough, bro, like, are you here? You know what I'm saying? Dude, we got to grow. We growing. Look, I'm 32, right? Uh, y'all 30 31 32 32 so we're gonna be 50 one day mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and as much as you got it together today as much as you think you you know what i'm saying on point with it you're gonna be 50 one day things gonna change you know what i'm saying so at the end of the day whenever you with somebody be it your significant other be it a relationship that's not a significant other like your family members or even friends you know what i'm saying those people are gonna grow and mature you know what i'm saying even if even from this point 
Um, so if you love them, you'll be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? You won't, you won't jump ship. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely shoot add in relationships with self shoot we go <laughs> nah, we, sure. yeah, sure. like we, we gotta know who yeah. we are too like sure. we, we don't like right. something no more you know yeah we gotta we gotta we that's gotta really understand number ourselves. One. hey <laughs> yeah, that's really number one i like that yeah sure. but that being number one a lot of people get it mixed up and feel like they have to be loved by other people before they have before they know who they are or love themselves so uh, it's just like so many things that you had in that poem that stand out I just like I wish I had a notepad and right. <laughs> like jot down everything but um people that know me personally that's watching or listening you know I speak in analogies all the time so I wanted to know what influences you or like do you have a specific style of writing are all of your pieces the same speaking from analogies or do they differ I was a huge fan of Def, uh, Def Portrait Jam. You know what I'm saying? When uh, Def Portrait Jam came out back in the day with, uh, what's my guy's name, man? Um, uh, what is his name, man? He was, uh, dang, what's his name? Anyway, it was Def Jam who, who brought it out or whatever. And uh, they would put all these poets from everywhere on that thing. And when I spit poetry, I wanted to be like that. I ain't want to just, because I had like written rhymes in my book and that was pretty much, it was pretty much me just like expressing how I feel. But when I got, when I got an opportunity to get on stage, I was like, man, I remember people like Black Thought who was uh, on there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, many different people, uh, Black Ice was on there. Uh, um, I heard one of my favorite poems from there was uh, this poem by this dude named Gemini. And it was called, Can I Have a Penny for Your Thoughts? And I was just so in, enthralled like with, you know, the fact that they were able to take a concept and use their emotion and then stick around that concept. A lot of my stuff is like that. Like I got a poem called Beautiful Girl. You know what I'm saying? It's it's pretty much a theme. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, it's pretty much like um, approaching a young lady. I really think it's a great poem for today's time, to be honest, because it's really about like approaching a young lady and she thinking that just because she fine, whatever the case may be, it's good and that's going to be good. But man, today's time, bro, we, you know, I want to speak to my young ladies right now. Like, you know, you don't have to show your ass just because everybody's showing their ass. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's still guys out there who, you know what I'm saying, seek the quality inside of you. And you know what yeah. I'm saying? You ain't got to have a BBL and a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a breast lift and all of that, bro. You know what I'm saying? You, you just need to be you. And I brought that up because I wrote a poem called Beautiful Girl. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I like to stick around concepts. That's one of my favorite ones. I got one called um, um, Love Letter or whatever. And it's about how love letters begin. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, it's a poem that just talks about how you start a love letter off. You know what I'm saying? And like through all throughout the poem is, is, is sticking with that. So I try to do that. I try to do my ones and twos around the concept, especially when I'm speaking out to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because if you just like regurgitating your thoughts um, to people, it tends to go over their head, even if it's deep. You know what I'm saying? But if you can give somebody something simple, some, something that they can feel, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and stick on a topic, uh, you know, you're going to win every time, you know what I'm saying? And as much as about, and as much as it is about you just expressing how you feel, it's also about winning, you know what I'm saying? You want to come off that stage or come off that performance and know that the people liked it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much how I do it, man. That's pretty much how I do it. So. That is so dope. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you took that like beyond what I thought you were gonna give as far as like the question that she asked. Like, oh, okay, my fault. Did I not? <laughs> no, 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 you did. No, you know, you did. You did. No, like I, I appreciate the in-depth answer that you gave. Like, and going into other pieces that you've written, and it's really yeah. dope. Inspired yeah, myself now, now, now right? I don't want to mess them up, but I, yeah, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Um, but man, I um I love poetry, man. I started doing poetry. Actually, my aunt just passed away, and uh, she's the whole reason why I started doing poetry. Um, I must have been like five. So you know, you got young. Like my parents was young when they started having kids. When they had me, I wasn't super young, but they started having kids young. I was the third kid, so by the time they had me, they was trying to get two two jobs. You know what I'm saying? They was trying to yes. make ends meet and, and you know what I'm saying, make it happen. So I was with my aunt a lot. You know what I'm saying? I was with my aunties a lot. Uh, my aunt named Jacqueline Brown, and my other auntie named Florence um, Florence Brown or whatever. But Jacqueline Brown, she specifically used to spit poetry, and like it was just cool because she's like older than me, you know what I'm saying, like 10 years old, she could low-key be my big sister, you know what I'm saying, so hearing her do that was, like, amazing, and she was hard, like, she was dope, so it was, like, wow, and at five, I realized that, you know, and wow. so she's the one who kind of, like, sparked my interest in, like, writing poetry, and, uh, man, she just passed away, and when she passed away, I was, like, yo, I have to, like, make sure that my gift is still going you know what I'm saying that's why I wrote something fresh and new for y'all because I was like yo I have to make sure that my pen is still going because yeah. she it let her die right and and I stopped doing this you know what I'm saying then she died and you know what I'm saying that that gift is in vain at that yeah. point you know what I'm saying I have to like let that relive she's my ancestor now you know what I'm saying and uh you know I don't know you know what I'm saying I don't want to offend anybody I'm not me myself I'm not Christian you know what I'm saying? I do believe in like African spiritualities very, very wholeheartedly. And for her to pass away, for me to like um, continue my pen is me living through my ancestors. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's big for me. And uh, I appreciate y'all giving me the platform to even, you know what I'm saying, continue that or whatever the case may be. But uh, yeah, it was it was because Jacqueline Brown, man, um, rest in peace. Um, it was because of her that, that uh, I even started spitting. So yeah, I'll never stop. I'll never stop speaking. Whether I got a stage or not, you know what I mean? So yeah. Well, God bless your your aunt's spirit right. and soul and thank, you know, appreciate her for giving you that gift. And it's so beautiful how, you know, when we were growing up in the nineties, people were like, Oh, they kids, they don't know anything, but you know, we have an influence oh, on yeah. the people that's that's around us, no matter how old they are. So that's yeah. amazing that she gave you such a gift and a talent and um yeah. wow you never know whose life you're going to touch exactly for sure for yeah. sure yeah. and and the, the pen the pen still works okay the, pen, <laughs> the power of the pen you still got it okay? yes. the, the gift has not died all right it's yeah. living on appreciate <laughs> you that exceeded my expectations like i i knew that you can you're a dope but i was just like whoa let me close my eyes let me it's the envisioning what he's saying is just like wow that's yeah. beautiful thank you so much that yeah for sure yeah for sure anytime anytime hey i love the new cut man that's pretty dope thank I like you that. that's tight. <laughs> thank <laughs> tight. You. your braids looking too good too girl but i just want to shout that out because <laughs> you had done that recently yeah but that's pretty cool man thank yeah. you thank you so do you want to share your, you do you want to share your, your platforms where people can follow you do you have any yeah um you can sh you can follow me on instagram it's called no excuses Ariel. 
Um, that's my that's my platform. It's kind of like my little thing about life. You know what I'm saying? Get it done. You know what I'm saying? Don't wait. Just yes. whatever you need to get done, get it done. So you can follow me on there. I'm on um, Facebook. That's my display name shows here. Ariel, quote unquote, Ayo boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't really do Twitter, or Snapchat. I got a uh, I got a TikTok, but I just like looking at people. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something to scroll through through the day. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So yeah, follow me, man. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case, I like sharing motivational things. I'm more more of a family guy now, but I'll be sharing my family stuff like that. But you know, so when I do share things, it's probably gonna be motivational. So I'm not your typical uh, uh, in crowd guy <laughs> like I used to be, but yeah, you can follow me for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yes. All okay. right, we well, all heard the band. Go ahead and follow. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. And that concludes our sweet two, two, three. Hey y'all, welcome to our cat segment, which is also known as our hot topic Ooh, segment. I like how you put that in there, like that. Period. We are going to be talking about the breastuses, the twins, our friends. Ooh, the pendulums. Do anybody call them Oh my gosh, <laughs> I didn't even. Yeah, I mean, they could be pendulums. They could be pendulums. What's the thing called? The <laughs> a scale. Oh yeah. I can't remember the type of scale that it's called, but the the, the, it can be called those two. The melons. The melons. The melons. Or the cherries. Or the cherries. Could be melons or the cherries. Whatever. But that's what we're going to be talking about today. We have, you know, we're going to talk about our personal life. We're going to be talking about um, fats and bras and no bras and all that stuff. All that stuff. So no better way to do it but to get into it. Yes. So. Moni, first we're going to ask, what age do you remember your breast started growing? I honestly don't remember. The, but the earliest thing I can remember is I was, we were headed out the door for school and my mom looked at me and was like, oh my gosh. She did that? Yes. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but she was in shock. She was like, oh my gosh, you can't wear that. And I was like, what is going on apparently I was starting to look a little percay I was still in elementary school but I guess it was time for me to no longer wear Mm t-shirts I had a t-shirt on and I also had on a white shirt and my mom was like oh no we nope we can't do that no more and at that point I think I probably moved on to a training bra you remember training bra little t-shirt bra Set it on the underwear and on the little yes. training bra. Yes. I had yes. one with a little I had one with Tweety Bird on it, little cartoons yes. and stuff. Yes. Training bras made out of cotton, not a regular bra. Yes, there's such thing as a training bra for those that had no idea. Like, it was like half of a t-shirt. Yeah. I mean, yeah, half of an undershirt. Part on <laughs> exactly, right here with little ruffles or something on the. <laughs> um, but yes, that's like my earliest memory of like, oh, I can't wear t-shirts no more. But why? yeah I, I honestly didn't fully understand like why my mom was freaking out yeah. but now as an adult woman I'm like ooh, I, I, I get it now right. Right. <laughs> yeah it's just like changing from you know not having anything to worry about to having to cover yourself up or strap them down kind of situation right I don't know how old I was I want to say I was between 11 and 12 years old 
Um, I remember being in fifth grade, or was it sixth? Yeah, sixth grade. I was about to say first semester. Maybe I was <laughs> but sixth grade, and it was this girl. I'm not going to say her name, but there was this girl, and she started butting before everyone else. And you know, that gets the boys' attention. It's like, ooh, let's call her Jasmine. Ooh, Jasmine's starting to get. Ooh, ooh, look at Jasmine. And I used to be jealous, like, come on, everybody's looking at Jasmine. But then I started budding, but I thought that it was going to be a lot of hype, but I did not like the attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I first started growing, they were like growing as if they were like little triangles, like coming from your <laughs> chest. But then, like, the nipple area was like so round that, like, like, I guess what your mom saw is apparent through the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you can't, you gotta cover up a little bit. And I just remember um, walking down the hallway with my mom at her job and just the attention from her coworkers and friends at the job. They, I feel like they were trying to come off cute, like, oh, look a little less. My mom's name is Leslie, y'all. Look a little Leslie. Oh, she got the doorknob. Not the, the doorknob. That's what I remember. Oh my gosh. One lady said, I got the doorknob. I'm starting to grow doorknobs. And one, one person said, oh, she got the little doorbell. Okay. But no. it was uncomfortable. It's like, y'all giving me attention to little parts of me that I don't want attention for. So it made me feel really, 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 really uncomfortable. Yeah, I think so sixth grade-ish around middle school was when I had when I got my first bra Mm -hmm. like yeah my first little 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 bra that I needed for support we can wear training bras more it was time to move on up and I remember my sister making fun of me yes I'm talking about you she made fun of me (laughs) she was like you got a bra look at your boobs (laughs) and I was like why is this something to make fun of me for? I'm right. like, you over here all flat chest and this stuff. And I got, I got this bra on. I'm like, oh my, in my shirt, it's just like, you know, cause it got a little, it has like slight padding in it. So yeah. it makes it look a little more round than what it, I felt a little uncomfortable. Like, you know, yes. <laughs> being out and about with my little, my little day, you know? Like, <laughs> oh I can't, but I'm trying to remember like when I got comfortable with them, just like, well, they here now. Wow. <laughs> I gotta live with them. That's a nice, that's a nice, because uh, I know what mine is. But I remember also when the training bra situation, I was at Chili Bay practice. And you know, when it get hot, you know, you used to pulling up your shirt mm-hmm. and fanning. So I did that one time at Chili Bay practice. And this was funny. Um, I don't know if I was starting to butt up, my mom was just getting my body used to wearing a bra, a training bra. But she used to force it on me. You don't got no bra, put your training bra on, kind of thing. And I, but anyway, I pulled up my shirt to fan because it was hot. It was hot. We outside. And then somebody was like, ha, 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 it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. But it wasn't Wednesday. Like, say it was Saturday. And they were like, it's Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> and then the coach was like, hey, I put your shirt down. I didn't realize you know that. I had right. You just so used to. Like, hot. Like, you said, not having to worry about little things. But uh, funny. I don't growing my boobs because mine was just like as soon as they started growing, it was a race, like nonstop. Mm-hmm. My mom was complaining about like, yo, every time my body's girl a bra, rather than buying her another bra and another bra and another bra. It's like they keep growing. I don't know what to do. I mean, not that you can't do anything, but right. it's natural that your breasts just grow, they do their own thing. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel comfortable with my breasts until after my augmentation. Like I never really felt like myself with having huge breasts and everything so like I couldn't wear I could wear but it didn't look right on me kind mm-hmm. of thing shirts that other girls my age was wearing or um 
like the styles, it just like looked weird. Or I didn't feel comfortable wearing a bikini because to me, I look like a grown woman at the age of 13 mm-hmm. with a bikini on. So I used to wear like the oversized t-shirts and everything to pool parties. And my mom and my aunt would try to like encourage me to take the shirt off. And you're not fat. That was another thing. I thought I was fat because right. big breasts made me feel like something that I don't feel like I am in my head kind of thing. Um, so like just having that, that the mask removed um, and make me feel more like me is when I started to feel comfortable with my breasts. Mm-hmm. I really wish I could remember when I started to feel comfortable. I do know when I started to realize like I was like a little more hefty. I'm like, why am I bigger than my mom? Mm. <laughs> like, I didn't like, whose jeans are these? Right. Where did, what side of the family did this come from? Those jeans. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then I also realized too, I think when I started to gain more weight, oh. I realized that my, my, my breasts got a little bigger um, and I had to learn how to like, adjust with like the bras that I was wearing mm-hmm. which was annoying because I'm like this is a good bra I'm gonna throw this bra away <laughs> okay but this one don't fit no more like me should I still hold on to this just one in just in case just I slim down a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that that I did realize it's just like my my the size kind of fluctuated up and down but now I'm at a point where it kind of don't change it's slightly but not like before like not like in college because I'm yeah. like, dang, I feel like in college, I was like a C. And now I'm just like, ooh, a C would never, could never, <laughs> could never. I'll probably never be able to put that on again. <laughs> like a C, yeah. uh, I think I definitely, yeah, C was like, yeah, college. I was a C. <laughs> yeah. That's also a part, of, a part of time, sorry, a time in your life when your body, your, your body's becoming. Right what it is so like even now I was talking to someone and I was like oh I'm kind of I've always been the same size and that person was like no you were thinner here and I was like oh snap like I know I still mm-hmm. feel like me but you know you was a little twig in college kind of situation so right you know your breast is your body too just to ask like the asset that sticks out that people tend to like like a little toy kind of thing but it grows with you it deflates with you, you know? <laughs> deflate <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I couldn't imagine like being in middle school or even high school. Like there was some girls like they were voluptuous, like early, and like dudes just be walking up, just like you see, yeah, you see her, you see her. I'm like, why are y'all talking about her like that? Like, first of all, it's disrespectful. I understand y'all some horny young boys, but I'm just like, y'all don't realize y'all making her feel uncomfortable. Clearly not, because y'all just horny boys. Like you're that is you're making her. Y'all, y'all make her not feel like she don't want to be like around, mm-hmm. like, and just yeah, it was. I I didn't grow up like that, but I can only imagine how like being in that position would yeah. make a girl that that voluptuous so young could feel. Because I know I felt certain ways with how I felt how young boys would talk to me, yeah, because of my boot, right. So, <laughs> and it's funny. I never heard um, anybody say that or like wonder at those things. So for me, I raised my hand when you said the voluptuous woman. Um, I was that person, and I never really got that comment of like the oohs and the ahs of it. But I internalized and felt like because I didn't feel like I was pretty. I think we had an episode of that too, like not realizing how pretty I was or whatever. Um, and I 
always felt like, oh, she just likes me because I got big breasts. Right. So it was my assumption of people saying that. But also, I was really thin. I'm still small now. Like my, I feel like my boobs are bigger than I am. Um, and I remember like the jokes that I got. Um, one guy told me that I look like a landing tower of Pisa because my breasts were so big. And I'm so small, so, like, it looks like I'm not standing up straight. It looks like I'm standing forward. Right. And stuff like that, like, people, yeah, like, as a kid, and even now, it's like a ha-ha joke, but when I was that size in that moment, in that young, it was hurtful. So, like, just standing there, like, sucking it up and just waiting to get, till I get home to cry about it. Um, and then, like I said, in college, I still felt like God's just attracted to me because of my breasts. Mm-hmm. Um getting highlighted like oh yeah I know of course I know who you were on the stage from the step show because your breasts like I'm able to pick you up because basically your your body size um and there was something else that I wanted to say too that I can't remember but if it comes up I'll I'll mention it for sure um oh about the the icebreaker I remember one time this boy told me it's kind of funny um he was like Oh yeah, I definitely know that you. If you was a man, you have a big dick because you got some big titties. <laughs> no. <laughs> like I'm like, if I was a man, would I have a big thing? Because I got some big titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, no. Oh, man. But yeah, that's. I guess we answered all of it, like how we felt and the reaction of people around us about you know our different sizes and everything. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get into the next one? Yes, so, absolutely. Let's do it. How do you know if you're wearing the correct bra size? Take the mic, Mom. Ooh, well, okay. According to Third Love Bra, which is a bra company, ladies, for those of you that don't know, um, they have a blog on their website. And on that website, it says that 80% of women wear the wrong size bra and this is from a study in 2008 and I can attest to the fact that I know for many years I was most likely wearing the wrong size wrong style (laughs) type of bra so what we're going to go through right now in this section of hot topics is we're going to go through (laughs) um three different ways to help correct or to know if you are or not wearing the right bra. Yeah. So the first one is how the cup should fit. What's the cup? The cup is the this part of the bra. This is the cup. <laughs> the part that's the, on your right. That that touches. Right. The part that's actually on the breast that has a shape inside. The right. Is what the breast sits in. Yes. The cup. Right. Oh, so geez. if your cups gape, meaning there's room between the cup and the top of the breast. Um, it can mess with the sleek silhouette, like making sure that you look smooth in your clothes. So you should first try tightening the straps. And if that doesn't work, you might need a smaller cup size. Now, if your cups run it over, like the girls are busting. Bust. Yeah, like a pack of Pillsbury. (laughs) (laughs) If it's busting out the can, um, it's time for a larger cup size. That way you'll stay supported without feeling as if you're being squeezed mm-hmm. and like you're wearing a push-up bra when it ain't even a push-up bra. And then similar to cup overflow, oftentimes the cup can be too small. So you might have to go um, up a half a size if you're spilling out on the side. So you might overflow on top, but then you can also get the the side spillage yeah. on the left and the right. So you might have to go up a half a size for a cup. What's crazy about that is 
a lot of time, many women do not have the same. All breasts are not equal on the right. same body. Come so on, like unequal. Left, like my left breast is smaller than my right breast. Even after the surgery, after they made them the same size, it's still, that right one got a mind of his own. <laughs> Be like, hey. Like, so they don't sell bras that's like, this is a C and this is a C and that. <laughs> Stretch it out like these, like how you can stretch out the band in the back. I should be able to stretch out the cup in the front. Yes. <laughs> or you can buy the left one and then buy, like how you buy your shoes, but you know, comes out of here. But you can right. buy the left and the right separately. These custom bras. Yeah. You need to have me. It's got to be a company that's making custom bras for uneven titties. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing, but most women do not have. Right, they're they're not they're they're sisters. They're not twins. Yes. So <laughs> they they look they look similar, but they're nowhere near the same. And one most likely have a mind of don't never listens. <laughs> but I have had issues where I knew something was wrong with my bra because it felt like I was wearing a push-up bra. Like why the girl sitting up here. And I feel, like I've said, it feels like a squeeze. Yeah. I didn't know I needed a smaller cup, but sometimes it has to do with the band too. So you're not feeling squeezed. You might need, it might not be the cup too. It could be that you need um, a bigger band around around the, whatever this is called, underneath the, the, the breast. <laughs> but we'll get to that too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how straps should fit. If What's you're, the the strap? Strap. get the strap. The strap is what holds up the breast on the bra. So you got the cups and we got the straps. So the part that's like will go over your shoulder. Exactly. So if your straps slip, you can find yourself constantly hoisting your straps back up onto your shoulders. It's probably time to tighten them. The elastic can stretch out as you wear your bra and it's easy to forget to adjust them as you go. Oh, I can remove that. If slipping persists, it could be time for a new style. So it doesn't necessarily mean that the bra doesn't fit. It could just mean That's that the style. style of bra, right, the style of bra isn't made for the girls. <laughs> then the next thing is if your straps tend to dig in, like they hurt, like it's feel like your breasts are pulling down and it's hurting your neck. I know yes. a lot of ladies can relate to this. Yes. Um, if your shoulders are bearing the weight of your breast, your bra isn't fitting correctly. Try a smaller band size since your bands not the straps the band is underneath the straps are on the shoulders is what you is what should be supporting you right yes so i know many a times i've had bras that dug into my shoulders and it made me feel like my chest was so heavy yes and so uncomfortable yes. like i've always yes. wanted to be like why can i find not find a comfortable bra and then also realizing at some point it was the actual style of the bra like you can't go cheap when you're buying a bra unfortunately Hello. like you can't just go ahead and get you a good 20 dollar bra yeah, i don't think yo i don't think there's a such thing as a good 20 dollar I mean, bra maybe if you got a right maybe if you got some small sizes i don't think there's a such thing as a, a good 20 dollar bra if y'all know of a company that's selling like great 20 dollar <laughs> $20 bras, please let us know. Because that mean, I would love to save some money and not have to spend $50 for one bra. Hello. 
I like for me to buy a bra to be not be able to feel that I have the straps on. Like even oh, before, even before this, like I had a bra on. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I really did, but I have been wearing it all day, and it came to that time of the day where I was just like, you know what, this bad boy gotta go. Not that it doesn't fit properly. It's just that I was tired. It's been a long day. I'm just tired of wearing it, and I honestly prefer to wear <laughs> to not wear a bra when I don't need to. Right. I would put some paces on real quick and put on the shirt. And if this bra wasn't crisscrossed on, I would have took this off. It's been a long day. Shoot, ladies, I know y'all shoot, come first thing you do when you when I come home, like clink clink. As yeah. soon as I walk through the door, take that thing off, it. tossing it off. Like sometimes when I used to be on en route from work, I used to take off my bra in the car. Shoot, let them girls the free. Yeah. Let them free. Yeah. Shoot. And erase the stigma that because you have big breasts that you can't go without a bra. Like Ooh, we, we won't get to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are certain ways you can still keep the girls up and perky without having to wear a full-blown bra, but we can get into that later. Okay, last thing is the band. This is the part that goes underneath the breast and around the back. If the underwire sits on your breast, also known as slipping out of the bottom. Oh my God, this happened to me so many times. The fit issue is one of the more annoying ones. Try a smaller band size so it fits more snugly. So the girls aren't, aren't slipping out the bottom. You got to tighten that thing up in the back. And then you could tighten it over time if they get bigger. But also, if your band rides up, if your band is sitting too high on your back, it means it's too loose. So go down a band size, adjust your hook, and eye to a lighter closure. However, if you're experiencing this issue with the new bra, it may be because you're wearing a band size that's too big. And I know for a fact, I think the band is the most annoying part for me because I think that's what I feel the most when I'm at, when I actually like have it on. Like, yeah, the straps are annoying, but when the size is right, it's like, okay, cool. But the, the, the actual like strap that you have to hook. Yeah. I think I feel that that's the most annoying part. Like by the end of the day, that's why I'm ready to take it off. That's what, that's what I feel the most in regards to like being uncomfortable is the actual band. Yeah, mine is the opposite. Mine is the straps. And I think uh, what I'm thinking of is like body types. I think this is really great information for the average person. Um, but one thing that came to mind is, which I never knew before until I was watching probably TLC or something, that I never knew that they made custom bras. I was watching a show for people who have really huge breasts or people who are really petite and have like breasts that don't really match their figure type so, mm. so there are you can get a custom made bra for you but of course it's going to run you a lot right. of money and of course you need more than one bra at least three bras because you know you need a black one a white one a beige one um right then you need them sexy don't forget about that <laughs> well not need but you know, if, you know if you yes need you need <laughs> you, you want to feel sexy if you want to buy the lingerie and when you go out and you want to feel good underneath your clothes, you buy that sexy bra, okay? You feel good underneath that, then that outfit you got on. Whether you're going on a date, you're going out by yourself, you're going out with your girls, it don't even matter. You feel good, you look good, and that's all that matter. You need the sexy bra. Anyway, back to the shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing is about the, the band. Mm-hmm. Um, there are the little extra pieces that if the band doesn't fit, like if you have a wider back but smaller cups and they, the band is not matching the cup size, 
and you can buy the extra extender mm-hmm. right, to put on your bra. Yeah. So these are like interesting facts um, about bras and stuff. Um, for me, I think my issue um, is that, like I said, my back, my circumference is small, but my breasts are wide. So I'm trying to like figure out the balance between my cup and my bra. Like we were talking earlier, I have to order my bra mm-hmm. from, I like to get mine from Lane Bryan, but if you know, Lane Bryan is a plus size store. Right, so, so they don't even sell our size in the store. Right. so regarding <laughs> my breast cup, yes, I fit, but regarding my back, it's like, girl, you can't fit out of clothes. You gotta go to special offline kind of thing. So my back size, it feels comfortable, but the straps, which are holding my girls up, it's like, oh, uh, it's so aggravating. Um, which is like digging, not, it's not digging as much as it used to be, but it's not digging in my skin, it's just like heavy. Yeah. Um. So, but I do know that like the, for the style, the wider bands are more comfortable. Mm. But you know, you gotta dress your bra for your outfit. Too. Exactly. So if I have on something that's like a thicker sleeve or, you know, not showing anything, of course I can wear that bra, but if I got a thick strap on, I can't have a bulky strap on my bra, yeah. so... Beauty is pain sometimes. <laughs> it really is. It really is. And then I also when I dang, I lost my train of thought that fast. Hold on, let's run it back. <laughs> I was gonna say something about the bra. Literally, when I opened my mouth, it's like the thought ran out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we're not gonna talk about that anymore. Right. Bye. See you later. I'm gonna get something to eat. Um, <laughs> so I guess when it comes back to my mind, I was, oh, I know what I was going to say now. Thank you for returning thought. Um, <laughs> I think the reason why for me, the band is the most annoying part. I, it accentuates the back fat. Like it's already, yeah, because it's already there, but when you put it on, it kind of like, it just tightens it. It makes it like, I don't know. It just, it like make it stick out and make it fluffy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, back that's on, like a little titty on the back. Right. It's like, it's no way you, it's no way to hide that unless you're wearing like a corset something yeah. like to hold all of that in. It's just like, I, like when I don't have a bra on, you can't notice it as much. But once you t- put the band on, it's kind of like, all right, I'm hanging out here now. What's up y'all? Like I'm out. What's up? Yeah. Uh, I think that's the most annoying part for me. It's kind of like, dang, can you just like slim down a little bit? Like y'all can't, well, y'all can't even really see it now because I don't have it on because took it off. <laughs> text message from Lane Bryant um maybe like three weeks ago that they I always said three because I always say two but I really want to say two weeks ago um but they came out with a bra um that smooths the back so mm, try okay yeah I will try that out okay Lane Bryant so, well, lots, smoothing it lots out of bras. I also had I just did the because I realized I was looking for a bra was it this morning or yesterday yesterday morning and I was like this is a sexy one, but I feel like I have another one. And when you said corset style, it reminded me, I gotta find that bra. This is a corset style bra? Okay, well, when you find it, go ahead and see what that lady. <laughs> we might have to mind when she find it, we might have to go put it down in the, it's so <laughs> in the comments. Show this to somebody. Right. <laughs> Any more tips? No, that was the last of all the tips, honey. It was uh, the cup size, the straps, and the band. Get the strap. Get the strap. That's it for that. <laughs> All right. So Moni mentioned one stigma already, which is if you have big breasts, then you can't go about your day not without a bra. That's right. wrong. If your girl's sitting, then they sitting. <laughs> you 
know, do you? And if, even if they're not sitting, who cares? Like, where, you know, where, where your boobs, how you want to wear your boobs? I don't, I don't even know who came up with bras. I mean, thank you. Because sometimes right. I do feel like I need a bra, especially like in the summertime. I don't like the boob sweat. So I'd rather have the, the bra that yeah, yeah, yeah. the sweat. But, you know, recently going around without a bra, it has been comfortable. It's so I comfortable and freeing. Oh my gosh. It is. It's, it feels amazing. If you have not yet tried a day without a bra, ladies, I highly recommend it. It's, recommend. it's wonderful. If anything, like sometimes I used to just do, a, um, what is it called? A Band-Aid bra? Oh, yeah. And just put on, some, put on some pasties so you don't have your girls popping out. That's what I do sometimes. I just put on a little... Band-Aid bra. Yeah, thank you. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's camera, but everybody can't see us. Because oh, yes. you might be listening, and I keep forgetting everybody's you not looking. Exactly. You're not watching. Right you just listening. So right. yes, I did the motion of a band aid bra without actually saying band aid bra. <laughs> but band aid bra and some pasties to keep the girls from poking. You good to go? Yeah. If I mean, but if you want to poke, you can poke. Shoot. I mean, hey, some girls like to poke. Some girls like to show air all of that areola or that. To each his own. Right. All right, so we're getting into the stigma women get for reducing or enhancing their breasts. So, surgery. All right, so there is an article called Breast Augmentation, Overcoming the Stigma in Society's Option, sorry, Opinions, by Dr. Tim Love. He's not my cousin, y'all, but that Could possibly be related. You never know. She should look into it. Right. So, <laughs> there's um, a couple parts that I want to read from that. It says, for years, women who have chosen to have a breast augmentation performed have battled the stigma surrounding this cosmetic procedure. While that stigma is slowly lifting and society is having a change of heart about plastic surgery, in general, women must, sorry, women must still maneuver the opinions of others when discussing their personal decision of having a breast augmentation. For years, stereotypes in movies, advertisements, and even literature have portrayed women with large breasts as being overly sexual, undereducated, and relying upon men for their happiness and fulfillment in life. So kind of like a dud, like a no brain, but there for sex appeal. Thus the stigmas quickly developed that women who opted to have sorry, women who opted to enlarge or reshape their breasts through cosmetic surgery must be vain, selfish, or looking to attract men. However, Choosing to have a breast augmentation does not make a woman of any of these. Many women choose to have plastic surgery performed simply because it makes them feel better about themselves and improves their confidence. That was one section, but I thought this other part was important too, because that's talking about, you know, the reduction, um, but also people who increase their, their size. So some women are increasing the fullness and sizing their breasts while also improving their symmetry. Women who have small breasts as a result of genetics, dogs, like they just come, <laughs> often opt to have this surgery to increase their size to improve their figure. However, many women opt to have this surgery done after their child rearing years are complete, as pregnancy and breastfeeding can have a negative impact on the appearance of breasts. What he didn't mention was like what we talked about earlier, changing in sizes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're super skinny when we're teenagers and all of a sudden we don't care about sizes anymore. Whatever life happens and we get bigger and then our dress grow with that and then we might get smaller like a, a right. quick of a dime that, you know, changes the appearance 
um, of your breast and some people want to enhance it or fix it with surgery and teach its own. Like, why do we have to feel like huh, I'm seen as like this baby boot kind of yeah. situation and just like an attraction kind of thing or dang, I was watching Love is Blind and one of the ladies on there felt like kind of like a, a little a little girl, she said, um, because she didn't have the curve in the front and in the back. So, like, you feel more than or you feel less than because you don't have that, I guess, average size breast. I think it's um, interesting to think about, like, how when you're young and there's girls that are developing faster and you would think, oh, my gosh, I wish I had you know, bigger breasts. I wish that was me. But then being an adult and having bigger breasts, I'm like, dang, I, w- I want the small little perky thing. <laughs> the grass looks greener on the, the other side. side. I want the small little perky things. I'll just throw on my shirt and go. Yeah. <laughs> right, especially when you're working out, it's so heavy. Yeah. Uh, and having to find the right sports bra too. Like you can't, every sports bra is not equal. Right. All sports bras are not created equal. <laughs> Just like regular balls are not created equal. And then it's the just ones not. That look so cute. Don't be the cute ones. Don't eyes. be it. Like you got to get the. Sometimes you got to get that ugly, ugly looking <laughs> granny bra <laughs> with the support. It's all $75. Right, and but but then be the ones that you can't feel because it supports everything. It supports yeah. the back. The straps are right. It supports underneath. Like it's just made. It's it's made for you to be comfortable, not for right. you to be sexy. Right. And that's the one that's like you get to his house, you don't want to take off your shirt. But that's why y'all gotta listen, guys. Like, it's not all about you know, our comfort matters. Mm-hmm. Our comfort matters. Absolutely. Like, <sighs> no, for real. <laughs> yes. That is you can't take it. Oh, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> Can we go to some dark? <laughs> Granny Brawl. <laughs> Every day, I got lip balls on it. Right, this is the problem. It gets it gets recycled for probably like two days. <laughs> three days. <laughs> two, three yeah, days. I'm about the same thing on. I can only afford yeah. two days. Okay. <laughs> got a little blood. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo, like we're in the same bra. Like that, that's a, that's the thing. thing. Oh it's a God. thing. If I ain't sweat too much, I'm about to put this bad boy back on right. tomorrow. Right. I used to always, as a kid, you know, like you wear your shirt once, you put it in there, you're supposed to wear your pants once, you're done with your clothes. And then my mom was like, yeah, you can wear it. It ain't dirty, you don't stink. You can wear that, but I'm like, I can't. I can't. Because I, I was like, mom, running out of bra. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this one, I can't wear the pink one. I got a white shirt. Mom. Shoot, if need be, I hand wash that thing. Just okay. throw it in. Throw it up a shower Right. <laughs> <laughs> that thing dry, put that thing right back on. Well, seriously. <laughs> All right, so I want to do this one too it's um a little information from new york group for plastic surgery some information of why women go about getting plastic surgery so there is no chart that says your breasts are too big once they hit a specific size the relationship of breast size to the rest of your body is the criteria for determining whether breast reduction is a viable option women that suffer from disproportionately large breasts may also experience a number of uncomfortable symptoms those symptoms include i have all these y'all neck and back pain mm. to the weight of your breast oh child i can't wait for my cup and massage tomorrow Ooh, neck child. and back my oh. neck my, my back oh my breast be hurt like, like that <laughs> oh my god next oh my god this is relatable frequent headaches from the neck strain 
Yep. Mm-hmm. The indentations of the skin from your breast strap. Sorry, from your bra strap. Yep. So like that means like if you ever see me, if I if you know me personally, I show you like the dip in my shoulder because of the pressure. Yeah, because it's weighing down. Weighing, yes, pulling the strap down with your breast. Um, having rashes or infection underneath the breast due to the skin rubbing together. Yep, I would. That's I think that's probably similar to ladies can relate when your thighs be rubbing yes. together and you get that chafing. The same thing happens What's with the name breast. Of <laughs> I call it the uh, what is it? Oh, uh, what she call it? Chub rub. Yeah, chub rub. <laughs> yes. Sometimes you have to get deodorant under your boobs. Yes, to keep it from sweating too much. Mm-hmm. Too much friction. And the last part they put is poor. Pro- uh, sorry, poor posture due to heavy breasts. That's me. If yeah. y'all even see, like I sit like this sometimes because things just be heavy, and I be trying to like fix my posture, but I, sometimes it just automatically makes you like slump. Yep. Because they just weighing down. It's hard to sit up straight when you got heavy breasts. Yes. So this is kind of what I was going about earlier, feeling like I can't wear a bikini because even though I'm 12, my body looks like a 25 year old. Mm-hmm. Or I can't wear the, you know, I don't know if they did it in the West Coast, but back in the 2002 area, um, there would be like you wear double polos, like a polo shirt, so you might wear. Um, for love loud a green polo on the bottom and then on top of oh yeah she's taking us back <laughs> i yeah. used to wear two to be double collared up but i felt like i couldn't wear that because the shirts like they were form fitting so i didn't i never wanted to highlight my breasts mm-hmm. i always wanted to wear oversized clothes because i wanted to hide that but then again i'm so small it like i was swimming in the clothes it's kind of weird but it says in addition large breasts may affect your general lifestyle in a number of ways three ways the inability to find clothes that fit you properly, extreme self-consciousness about the size of your breast, and being unable to participate in certain activities because of your breast. Like you said, um, working out in the gym right. is uncomfortable sometimes. Um, being on um, certain teams, like maybe you don't feel like you fit in as a ballerina or something else because of the size or the nature of your breast. Yeah, and I remember one experience... Um... I can't, what class was I taking? I can't remember. We shot a video and I didn't know until after we watched the video back that I did not have on the proper bra. I think I was doing like jumping jacks or something and it was played back in slow motion. Oh man. And I was like, and they thought it was hilarious. I found it very embarrassing. And I was like, okay, I can never wear that bra again, nor should I be doing jumping jacks with this bra on. Okay. Yeah, so it made me feel super uncomfortable. And I was just like, oh, yeah, like, nah. But the, and just hearing, like, people laughing, we all sitting there watching, I'm just kind of like, it's not that funny to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was very embarrassing. Yeah, it makes me think, too, when I was um, in high school, I don't remember what grade it was, maybe 10th or 11th grade. I was in um, the play, oh, my God, what was West Side Story. And if you know West Side Story, that's mostly men in the play. There's like probably maybe five characters who are women. Um, so I was a man in the play, but I had big breasts. Mm-hmm. So because of that, they had to, I had to be a fat man in the play and put a, I think I had a pillow, or maybe I didn't. I probably talked about having a pillow, but anyway, I my character was bigger because I could, men don't have breasts, so right. why are you a man in the play with um, breasts? But that just made me think of that, too. It's just, like, 
a lot of definitely a lot of self-awareness um even now with like loving the breast size that i have now still awareness of um am i am i spilling or am i showing too much cleavage at work or um, is the shirt too tight is it appropriate to wear to church or to wear to certain events um dang i want to wear this this strapless shirt but my strapless bra ain't comfortable right now right like just thinking like there's so many things that go go into the under garments for proper um clothing right because yeah like like you could be a lizzo you could be a rihanna and not care and show your nipples Mm -hmm. and your breasts through your clothing but for me that's not appropriate everywhere and also um just gotta be you don't have to be, but it's been instilled um, through my mom and society that certain things are not okay. You have to be mindful of those things. Even as far as um, like having holes in your bra and having a strap tearing and stuff, that kind of shows through your clothes. And my mom made me yeah. aware of that too. Like if your stuff is raggedy, if you gotta, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to tie a knot. Like just go get another bra or or not. <laughs> Please don't tell me you tied a knot on your butt. Oh, there was someone because um, my mom would tell me about that, and I was like, okay. But then we came across someone who we knew, and um, I don't know if it was like the band part or the some part of the bra, and I, I don't know her financial situation, but she had to tie a knot to keep the bra together, and oh. it, it showed through the clothing. So it's like the same way, the same reason of why you wouldn't wear a pink bra with a white shirt. You gotta make sure, like like you said, the silhouette. Make sure it's smooth. Yeah. For the pillow too, I don't know, but you know, you want to make sure that you're looking good too. Yeah, and if it helps, also if you've never done it, because I didn't do it for a while, like actually go get sized. Yeah. For your Every bra. So often, how often do you? Do you do? Ooh, I don't even. I honestly, I didn't do it for years for a while, and I only did it recently because the bras that I had, it, they Perfect. didn't feel like they weren't fitting right anymore. Yes. But now it's like the bras that I did buy when I felt like they weren't fitting the same. It feels like okay, I think I lost some weight because right. now it's too much room in the ones that I have <laughs> in the cup. Yes. But I'm like, I'm not about to size down now. Like, yes. no, I just bought these bras, so I'm just gonna have to have a little room. Right. I'm like, it's better for me to have some room than to not have any room at all. Right. I can still fulfill like the silhouette of my my figure with my clothes and still have that the space in my bra because if I'm spilling over then that that's not gonna work right um another question I don't think it's like a a key answer or universal like you have to do this but I would like to know in the comments how often people go about buying new bras I know for Mm -hmm. me as long as they're gonna last as long as they're not dingy stinky torn up anything as long as I still fit that size i'm gonna wear that i don't care if it's for a year or right. five years i'm gonna continue to use that bra like even when i grew out of some bras and they were still in good shape they didn't last me long i put them into a storage bucket because we told y'all how much we paid for the right <laughs> i'm gonna just know, give it away no i do know someone last year i got um size and i bought new bras and um i was talking about that or whatever and then the person i was speaking to she buys bras every year. She like does her draw over, throw out her bras and get new ones. But there's also a huge difference between our our breast size. So right. like we were saying, if you have a smaller cup, if you're in the A and B family, you could go to Walmart and get you a bra. Because my assumption, you don't need that much support or whatever. So and even in the store that we shop at, it's less expensive. But with us, I can't afford to 
spending $1,000 at least on a new draw of bras every year. So I'm like, as long as that thing look nice, I ain't got no holes in it, I ain't got no ribs, the hook's still intact, we're going to keep rocking with this thing. Right. (laughs) That's that's how I do. But I do want to know in the comments, how often do you go about getting sized? How often do you go about rotating and getting new bras for yourself? And how often do you rotate your bras in a week? How many styles of bras do you have? Right. Like, all these are good questions, I think. We don't talk about breasts enough. We don't talk about under underwears. Do you like wiring in your bra? I don't. See, look, this is a no-no. So, like, I'm being vulnerable right now. I have this jacket on because this is a this will be a no-no to me to go out and just have my bra showing. showing on the side. So, typically, like when I wear, I would not wear a bra at all. Or since you know I was all day at work, I wore this on top to make sure that you can't see my bra on the side. Mm-hmm. So. It's, it's rude to this thing, to this titty gang thing. <laughs> Not rude to this titty gang thing. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, and that pretty much does it for our hot topic. Hot topic segment. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> and we're gonna move on to our next segment, which is dorm stories. <laughs> Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? In today's dorm story segment, we are pulling an article entitled, well, a blog entitled Me and My Breast from TheGuardian.com from a woman's perspective of feeling young and hot and perky in her <laughs> days of being, you know, a young, hot thing. Hot and then growing into a mature woman and having to do with the... Um, what's the word that I want to deal with the, I guess the growth in her age and her body and understanding the difference in who she used to be and who she is now and understanding what that means in her present life. So we pulled a couple of quotes from this specific blog and I'm going to read both of those now. Yes. I've been single for three years and I think, shit, what will a partner think of them? They didn't see them when they were perky and gorgeous. A woman I dated had been very big and lost weight so dramatically that her boobs sagged to her belly button. But it didn't matter because I fancied the pants off her. Sex is sex. And you can have great sex regardless of what they look like. My boobs are important in a sexual relationship. Do you ever, like, is that relatable to you? Do you ever wonder, like, what your partner might think of your breasts? Um, actually, no. I have actually haven't thought about what my partner thought of my, um, for me, I promise y'all, it's my back fat. <laughs> like, but I think it's because, I think it's the thing that, because it's something that I'm uncomfortable with, that I wonder if someone else would find it uncomfortable or annoying or gross or not attractive or whatever because yeah. it's something that I don't like about me I so I think in that aspect yes um but as far as the girls I've actually never thought about that have you 
when I had bigger boobs, I did because they were they sag. Well, they didn't sag. They were always perky. They were always full of breasts. But how how low they were and how big they were, mm-hmm. I wondered how a partner would feel about that. But then now, I love my breasts. I think they're so beautiful. They're heavy as heck. Like if I can get another surgery, I would. <laughs> but um, I more so wonder about the the cuts, like the marks from mm-hmm. the surgery. So like dang now that i get a new partner now that i explain my breast surgery to a new partner now i to see what he thinks of it but um some years ago i was dating someone and dang we ain't vulnerable here i was dating someone and before you could see them i kind of said oh i got markings because blah blah, blah like explain me and then he made me feel comfortable and ever since then i felt comfortable with it he was like oh they're beauty marks and i was like oh that was so nice. Like, I really appreciated that. So it kind of changed my perspective. And now it's like, it is what it is. I don't care what your opinion is or what your perspective is of my breasts. I know they're beautiful. I love my breasts. I'm, I appreciate that they're full and not flat and sag. Like, it's not like I got to roll my boob up. Until it's <laughs> I throw it over your shoulder. Yeah, like, honestly, if I took out my bra, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sit the same. That's one of the cool things about it. But, um, no. See, one thing that I have thought about, though, is how the girls will look by the time I'm an older so woman, because <laughs> I'm like, because they, they are, they're already, they're not, they're not perky. Like they're, I feel like they're as perky as they're going to get because of the weight of them. So it's just like, by the time that I do start to get older and I have children and the, the wear and tear all on the girls, it's just, and they start to droop and get down to my belly button or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think about like my great grandmother, which I think is where I got my voluptuous girls from. It's from my great grandmother. Um, but, but by the time I, you know, by the time I met her, she she was already. <laughs> I didn't know when she was voluptuous. I knew when she was down and out. But <laughs> but I just think about how like when I was a kid, she used to lose money. I think she was so used to putting and like money in her bra. <laughs> but after a while, like she put that money in her bra, this was right down to the floor. It would be it would be like Mima, you can't your money's on the floor. I think this slipped down your moo-moo. Like you, you can't, it slipped right down. You gotta put it in your pocket. It's it's not it ain't that the, the girls ain't holding the money no more. Like I got Shoot, I'm gonna become an older woman. I was like, I might just get me a little job done just so I can feel young again. <laughs> just so I can hold the money and the cheat sheet that it don't go nowhere. <laughs> that's my concern too. Like, not even just getting older, but you know, I've been discussing wanting to have another breast reduction done. And not not because of the look, because obviously I love my boots, but because mm. of how heavy they are, the neck pain, like all the stuff that we talked about. And my concern is I'm, I don't have kids. I want to have kids. So how is, when I get pregnant, how is that going to affect my breast? Obviously, the look of them, are they going to expand and become bigger? Are they going to sag and droop down? Like, what's going to, am I going to be able to breastfeed? Because, like I said, I did have the surgery. And that, like, those are all things that I wonder about, too. And one thing about the article that you just shared was that, um, after having the breast reduction of like how that, I mean, not breast reduction, sorry, after having um, children, and a lot of women talk about that too, was 
that changed the mm-hmm. nature of your perkiness and how small they were or like all the the looks the aesthetics of yeah your your girls um but yeah just like wondering how people what other people would think it was a thing but now it's a thing of the past but just like thinking of future future mommy yaya it's like, yeah uh, <laughs> what's gonna happen to these things yeah, it's, it's just wild like how our weight how our you know things that we do impact our our breasts mom want to get the little shit from where <laughs> like i like the placement right now oh my gosh um but yeah like even when she talked about her partner um when she had a girlfriend of how her partner was once um a obese woman and then when she dropped so much weight that impacted her breast yeah. too and those are things i feel like we don't think about we just think like dang i used to weigh 130 pounds now i'm weighing 180 pounds i need to lose weight kind of thing and then but everything but, don't slim back down like you can't choose where you like a lot of us you want to gain a butt but you can't choose where that weight is going to go so the same thing you can't choose where you're going to lose that weight either <sighs> Yeah, I've definitely thought about going down a size as I'm well. Down, down, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, for my size, like some people when I like tell them my size, they'd be like, oh, they're like, you don't, you don't look that, you don't look that big. And right. I'm like, probably because it it just fits my body type. But right. for me, it feels heavy, and it makes it messes up my posture. Right. And I just want, I, I wonder often, like, what if I did have smaller boobs? Would I be happier? That's a good would I be question. would I be perkier? You know, how often would I go outside without a bra? For real, would I show off my areolas outside because I got little things? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> probably not, but I'm just saying, if I have smaller titties, I probably wouldn't care. If I had smaller titties, <laughs> I, I just want them to sit up more sometimes. That's all. Maybe I just get a lift. <laughs> Both. But if they were small, that's what I'm saying. But if they were a little smaller, they would sit up a little higher. They wouldn't droop as much, right? I need a lift and a suction. Yeah. (laughs) Take some out. Yeah, yeah. Suction. Yeah, that was Ladies, please share your stories down in the comments. How do you feel about your girls? Or men, like, how do you feel about your your, your woman and her, you know, as right. far as accept, telling her that she's beautiful and accepting her for who she is and allow, you know? I want to know those comments from the men, too, for those that are listening all the way through, because right. some might not have made it this far. Right. <laughs> because we're talking about breasts. Right. But yeah, that, that does it for me. How about you? That does it for me, too. And we can head on over to Community News. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. And if you made it all the way here, thank you very much. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you very the much. Box. Yes, thank you very much. Yo, one of our videos that I posted <laughs> on my story for Simone's birthday, our friend was like, I need those that was Simone's cheap. <laughs> 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 thank you. It makes much. me 
<laughs> All right, now, what we're going to do is take it nice and easy for the community news. <laughs> so, y'all, we want to first, first, first say thank you to our friends. It's, I can't believe it's been that long since we've seen Right. Them. Oh, my gosh. Since it's 2022. We graduated in 2010. It's been 10 years. Ooh, it's our 10-year anniversary this year. Wow. run it back and listen to it again if you haven't already just so you can right. feel the vibes feel okay the, the message the energy all the of that analogies. yes Everything. the words the... come on y'all go ahead and run it back at some point but go ahead and keep listening to the announcements yes. <laughs> shout, shout out to Ariel Boy we thank you so much for you know taking time to interview with us and to share your, your poetry bro you still got God it. God bless you. Pin still on fire. Yes. Right. Shout out to her for introducing me to the beautiful art that you are so great at. We appreciate you. Yes. All right, y'all. And for the March question of the month, what words of wisdom did your grandmother give you? Oh my goodness. I can't wait till y'all hear my answer because my, my Nana gave me a lot. Aww. She she gave me some she gave me some gems. Gems that she probably didn't even know that she was giving me gems at the time. Rest in peace, baby. But yes, that is our March question of the month. When we have our video up on YouTube, you can answer there. And also, you can go ahead and answer on our Instagram page under the post that is asking, what words of wisdom did your grandmother give you? And you can also answer on the website as a member, okay? So you can be entered twice to get that discount code for this question of the month. We would love to see the answers that you all gave. I know I do. Do you? Yes. Okay, absolutely. We're <laughs> on the same page. Let us know so we can get all of these gems, a collection of grandmother gems. We know y'all got some, but some of them might be the same. They might be. They might be I the mean, same. You know what like. Exactly. They you know, some of them might be the same. Because, like, we're on different coasts. So it's like, you know, the world is so big and we grew up with the same kind of messages mm -hmm. and the same butt whooping and the same, <laughs> same, like, the same, same reasons for getting the hand clapping. So same rules in the house. Yeah. All of that. So yes, please let, let us, us know. know. Let us know. If we can add more than one question down below, you can answer on Spotify too. Yes. Also, um, we would love to invite you to our website, www.com. To shop our Love Loud merch. We have sweatshirts, we have hoodies, we have t-shirts, we have a mug, we have books. We have a lot of things on our website. Yes. So uh, support us, support your girls. Yes, yes, yes. And visit our website and see what we have in store. Yes, and we're always going to have some new things coming up in store. So if you go to the website, you would always know what's going on. And plus on top of that, for those of you that are listening, we would like to say thank you. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend to subscribe, whether on Spotify, on YouTube, to this here podcast, Truth Carpet, with your best friend, Duo Love Loud, LLC. We thank y'all for tuning in. 
every single episode, I was gonna say every week, but we're not on here every week. But if you listen every week, we appreciate you for that too. But for every new episode, every two weeks, we are in season three. We appreciate the support. We appreciate the love. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the shares. We appreciate the like. Exactly. We appreciate the positive vibes. Y'all give us the ideas, all of that stuff. If there's some topics you want to talk about, let us know. You know somebody that want to be that will be a great sweet two two three guest is our poetry segment. Let yeah. us know. Like we looking, we are definitely looking. It might be you. You write poetry. Come talk to me. Come talk to us. Love that LLC. We want to hear from you. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been a great episode. We enjoyed speaking with you getting very personable about our girls yes <laughs> hope it wasn't too much for some of y'all <laughs> yeah you know i hope he didn't freak out the guys but you know this has to be talked about exactly it talked about. it's so a universal sure. topic that i feel like isn't talked about enough i agree so yes thank you all for tuning in can't wait for y'all to tune in to the next episode which will be for in two weeks Episode four, because this is episode uh, three. I thought you were saying F O R. Oh no, that's why I did this. Okay. Four. The next episode will be episode four. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching, y'all. And with that being said, bro, like, why do we always match? I don't know. It's not planned, y'all. It's not planned. It's not planned. The only thing that's planned is like, oh, you wearing your hoodie? Okay, I'm gonna wear my hoodie. But <laughs> if you're not wearing love stuff, it's not planned. So that's crazy. Exactly. But yeah, stay black. Stay proud.